eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! Well, Dukes, what do you say we do another podcast on this lovely and very warm Tuesday? Jerry and Al with you yet again for the post-game post-show podcast. And one topic that I'm stunned, I said to you uh, in the control room before I came in here at 930, I I couldn't believe we didn't get to and never got uh, to discuss this morning was the... Uh, the hacking job at Ashley Madison by this this group. I honestly don't know why they did it, but this is what these guys do. And my first thought was a couple of things. Number one, 37 million registered users. 37 million. 37 million, yeah. And that's the website where if you want to have an affair, you uh, register to have an affair. Yes, I'm sorry. I figured people knew that. You're yeah, right. No, I, I think most people clear. know that. But, yeah, 37 million is an amazing number. Do you realize how many people that is? And I was reading about this these hackers to see what it was. I thought they were just hacking to get credit card numbers. No, they're hacking to try to get Ashley Madison to take down their websites. Right. They're, because they have a well, it's a, there's a there's a parent company that right. runs Ashley Madison, and then there's another site that they that they run, and they want them both taken down. Yeah, they're they're almost acting like morally they want them down. Right. But they hacked into them to get them, and that they're going to publish. People's pictures, credit card numbers, job histories, and full names. How many people do you think are squirming today? Uh, lots of people. A lot of people would be squirming. Now, I'm not married. Am I not allowed to join that site? Or you could, um, can I join looking to hook up with married women? I got to be honest. I don't know why you couldn't. Yeah. Because um, I, I could just pretend I'm married. I don't think I've ever gone to the site. Now, we had discussed this site Five years ago or whatever, six years ago, I know it came up when we were on MSG or something. Yeah. And I remember at that point, I'm like, what the hell is this? Because I didn't know what it was until then. I, wow, I see. Okay. I, but how do you give that? I, what I don't get is if you're a married guy or a married woman and you're not happy, just end it. Well, the commercials for Ashley Madison say, well, you, if you stay together for the kids, do you stay together for financial reasons? I, That's I, what the commercials say, Jerry. I get it, but it's just you're so far they're complicating things, aren't you? They have a nice theme song, too. They do? Yeah, it does seem to get you complicated. You know a lot about this. Well, you know what? <laughs> I listen to Howard Stern, okay. uh, and he, they run a lot of ads on Howard Stern. Oh, do they really? Yeah. So I know all of their jingles and all that stuff. Oh, that's interesting. But yeah. Um, what do you think the ratio of men to women are that are on it? I would think this is actually pretty even. Really? Yeah, because I think there are a lot of women that want to 
cheat just as much as there are a lot of men that want to cheat. I think we assume men cheat, but right. they got to be cheating with somebody. Well, that's true, too. That's a very good point. Yeah. I, I just don't understand that what the mentality would be of giving that much information. It's one thing if it was 1955, and you're just talking to someone over a phone. Now, I didn't make that call. I don't know what you're talking about. Now, I mean, it's it's there. And uh, you can delete anything you want. It's still there. Right. So. Well, here's the weird thing, too, about that. That now that is you're going on that site. That is a cheating website. Mm-hmm. I have been on Match.com in the past. Okay, and I felt weird going on that, putting my picture up there. I'm single, and it's a regular dating website. And there's nothing wrong. Nothing with wrong it. with it. So I couldn't imagine what it would take for me to actually put my own photos onto Ashley Madison. Hatred of your wife. Yeah, but still, don't you think, what if one of the wives, one of the wives' friends are cheating I and agree. says, by the way, I'm cheating, but you know my problems, but I saw your husband's picture on there. Because yeah. it's got to be all local. You need to cheat with local people. Again, like I said, the idea of doing this makes no sense yeah. to me. I mean, it, it on one hand it does, and on the other four hands it does not. Well, like you said, 37 million registered users, so it's making sense for a lot of people. How much money? They are is this place rolling in it, Jerry. We have to come up with something. A dating site? Yes, something. And just throw it out there yeah. and see if it sticks. What could it possibly cost on Wix.com to start a website if and you, just promote it a little bit and if, see what happens? If you were single and you were looking and, and you were having a hard time meeting viable women for okay. you and you were going to join a dating website, based on the commercials you've seen, which one do you think you'd go with? I honestly have no farmers only. No, you're not a farmer. I you, honestly don't know. You're not a farmer. I don't. I do not know the answer to that. So I would think you got to go. I would, you got to go match because that they have all the commercials. See, the problem I have with match, I would think, is that it's been saturated. Yeah, which could be a good but thing. They want there saturation. Could be more, I guess so. I, if I was single, first of all, I don't know that I would do that. I've already been married, so I don't know that I would go there again. I think I've said that before. Right. You never say never, but I really don't think I would go there again. And I've had a good marriage. Um, if I was single again and was looking, I think it would be more looking for a website that has the types of girls I'm looking for. Right. Ma- is it match just everybody? Matches and they everybody. filter through what you're looking for, I guess, right? Yes. I don't know. I mean, I would, I would think I'd look for a specialty site instead. Like what? The I don't know. The only specialty sites are Jewish, uh, Christian, farmers, black. Um, well, how do you know that? There might be a lot. More. There's a because, website for Packer fans to meet. Right, but here's the problem. The more niche you go, yeah, like everyone knows about Match.com. Yes. People know eHarmony. eHarmony. That's another right. one, yeah. Be- so you've got to start thinking if you're looking for women and you want to have a bigger pool to pull from, Top of mind for women, they're going to go, oh, I'm aware of Match and eHarmony. Mm. They're not going to know all these little other sites. Hmm. Come on, Jerry. Duke's Match? I got to tell you, here's the problem with Match for me Yeah, when I was on Match. on you know, In real life, I'm 45. In real life, I could date women that are in their late 20s. Right. I hit it off with them. They're, it's okay. On paper... 45 looks terrible on oh, a website it does. on paper. Yes. Terrible. So, oh, I see. So if you're on match.com and you put in, I'm you're on seeking paper. a 28 year old. <laughs> yeah. That, the 28 year old's like, that's my dad. This was the funny thing about match at 45, 40 year olds were not looking for me. 
Yeah, it was a bad. It's, it's so not a the good Cougars thing. are looking for the younger men too, though. Yeah, like a forty-year-old gal would be on there looking for a guy thirty-six to thirty-nine. It was weird. So what are you? I don't understand well, who your audience is. Then right, that's a me neither, Jerry. At forty-five, are you looking for the sixty-year-old divorcee? No, no, no. You've got to look around your age. But that's you know. Have you gone on? See, now I have one friend. Yes, it was not matched. So I'm not saying that, but it did a dating site. Okay, and he tried it twice. Right. And both times, it did not go well. The first time, it was a, all right, a sympathy drink. Okay. I'm like, and the second time was, I'm heading out the back door. Yeah. Were your experiences okay? They were okay, yeah. Okay, well, that's good. They were then. okay, but I, I didn't go on many dates. You know, I'm kind of pick, we do, pick we, my spots. We do. Uh, we used to work with someone that actually got married through Who's one of that? those websites. Our buddy Ray. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That is very true, as a matter of fact. Yeah. They hit it off, like, immediately. You always hear good stories, Jerry. Yes, there's a good story. Uh, Here's a bad story for me. I live in Basking Ridge, as you know, Jerry, and my main supermarket is the A&P. Mine, too. Now, I don't love my A&P, but I know where everything is, so I'm afraid to switch supermarkets. Then I don't know what aisle the peanut butter's on. You know what I mean? Because I don't make a list. I just walk, and I go, oh, yeah, I know this aisle. I get, you know, my spaghetti or something. But they're filing for bankruptcy. And they're going to be closing a bunch of their stores That's and then selling some of their stores to other supermarkets. I'm just worried about my my supermarket. And then I also wonder, you're a business type of guy, Jerry. You love to know about business. How does a, a place like that have to file for bankruptcy? Uh, We're very, in there buying their, uh, buying their goods. I'll give you two names. All right. Walmart, Target. So I go to I go to AMP and Homedale. Yes. I mean, they redid it. It is beautiful. Beautiful. A&P. Really nice store. Produce section is great. My guy Joe in the dairy department, really nice guy. Uh, I like shopping there. Good clientele. They have a Starbucks in there. All good. The problem is it's never busy anymore. You you look at the parking lot at Target in Middletown, jammed. And what did Target do two years ago? They added groceries. So it takes away and pulls from the other supermarkets. There was a path mark that I used to work overnights in, in the late 90s, as a matter of fact. Um, I mean, if there's seven cars in the parking lot at 2 o'clock today, it's a lot. Yeah. It went from being... A really good store, too. I don't know if anybody shops there anymore, so that's got to be closing soon. So I think that's how these things happen. Walmart and Target are taking over the world, not only with, you know, good prices on merchandise, but the food, too. It's maybe problem. I, maybe I got to go. I'll never go to Walmart, but I would go to Target. I'll say this about Walmart. I used to say the same thing. And then for Christmas two years ago, we were looking for something for the kids. Like a lightsaber. Only play, no, there was a, some, I don't, I don't know what these games are. One of these video game systems. Yeah. Was not a lightsaber, um, and the only place I could find it was like December twenty third. The yeah. only place I could find it, Walmart and Oldbridge had it on Route nine. I'm like, all right, I'll have to go to Walmart. That's fine. I walked in and I was in awe. You, it, it had to be the size. Of, just to pull an Al Dukes there. It could have been the size of nine football fields. Yeah. Everything and anything you want. There's really no reason to go anywhere else. But see, in a, a place like that, I don't want to go grocery shopping. I don't disagree with you Because I can't imagine what the line is to check out. Totally agree. All I'm saying is there's a reason why they're so popular. It's literally a one-stop shop if you so desire that. I don't, but it was impressive. Moms love Target and Target's a good store. Walmart. Women love Target. I, I actually like Target, too. Don't bother yeah. me. Yeah, I'm you know, a Target guy. I would. You're not. I am. No, I'm a Target guy. I would prefer to go to Best Buy or Models. Yeah. But Target's pretty good. They got the good electronics. They have all the Apple products now. Yeah, I have certain items that I only will buy at Target. Really? Like what? Like like uh, I love the, I love this degree spray deodorant. 
Is it different somewhere else? They don't really have it anywhere else. Really? Strangely, all the, a lot of the drugstores and the supermarkets just have the roll-on uh, degree. Oh, okay. I like the spray. It's you like a dry gotta, spray. We got to get in Target. Junk Bomb. Junk Bomb would be great in Target. Junk Bomb would be really good in Target. Yeah. So that's to- what I mean. This Target's got good stuff. Good stuff. And good prices. You're right, Jerry. They do have good prices. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we were discussing this line-cutting nonsense today. Oh, yeah, Craig was doing Now, that. the problem with what happened today was Craig was never discussing cutting the line. Craig was discussing moving to the front of the line and just adding on to an order. So Craig wants to go, Craig's going to the Met game Friday night yeah. and wants to eat Shake Shack, but there's always a 45-minute line. Right, so all he wants so to do— So his idea was what? Go to the front and say, listen, hey, you, Mike, to whatever a customer in to line? a customer, any shot you would buy me— a burger, so I don't have to wait online, and I will pay for your order. I don't understand how that's bad for anybody. Right. Craig gets his food. Mm-hmm. The guy gets his food paid for. He's not cutting the line. I mean, it's I don't right. see when you go up there and say, I need this, 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 and this, and a burger. What is the problem? Now, cutting the line's a different story. That's an issue. I guess it's similar to cutting but the it, line. But is it though? How is it? I don't understand how it's similar. Because you're getting your order. Without waiting in line. But it's also costing you three times what it should. Yeah, but it has no effect on the other people waiting in Correct. line. Correct, which is why I don't know why it's a problem. You're being pun- you're You are paying a premium for that product, right? Right. You're not hurting anybody. You're not taking up anybody's time. All good, all around. I don't know what the problem is. And Boomer just, I mean, jumped all over him. He wasn't cutting because, the line. Because, you know, because it's... Uh, Boomer, I think, jumped all over him because it's in some way taking advantage of others because you have extra money to do way, that with. I said this today, and no one hears me as usual on the show. What line was the last line Boomer ever waited on? <laughs> that was ignored when you brought well, that up? Of course it was ignored, like everything else I say. Hmm. Unless they're emailing, and then you and Eddie, I might have your attention for a right. second. I mean, seriously. I mean, pot, kettle, black. Hello, right. right. So you're, no. you're saying Boomer probably doesn't wait in a lot of lines. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, do you think he does? No. Okay. He's the booms. He is the booms. Nor should he wait, I guess. I don't know. No, of course not. Yeah. I'm not much of an eater, Jerry, when I go out to the ballpark, but I will like to have a few beers. Really? Yeah. And, like, if I go to City Field, I could have a few beers because the bathroom is always not crowded. You could always find an open urinal. Available, yes. Yeah, but, like, I went out to PNC Art Center this weekend to see Tim McGraw, and it was sold out. And the bathroom lines there are really off the charts. Mm-hmm. I mean, just you're in the line for a long time. Sure. And you're missing the show, whatever. So I, as much as I wanted to have a few beers, I didn't drive. I had the luxury of uh, I was a passenger. I I could not bring myself to having beers because I didn't want to wait in line and think about peeing. Because all I would do is think about peeing, which would force my body to want to pee. I don't blame you. And, you know, when I go to hockey games, I always yeah. love the people that wait until the final seconds tick off to end the period and <laughs> the mad rush to the bathroom. And if you miss it by a minute, you go out there and the line's out in the hallway. Yeah. So I'm with you. And the way I usually do it when I go to games, whether it's beer, soda, whatever, could be water, whatever. Right. Any liquids. I make sure with about two minutes to go in the period, I get up and go. Now, some people be like, oh, you're missing the game. You know what? I'd rather miss, because how long does it take to get up and go when there's no one in there as opposed Quick. to the other way? Right. And then you can kind of come out. You can always enjoy the intermission when the little kids are playing on the ice, kind of fun, or the score or stuff like that. So I know what you mean, especially at a concert. There are no breaks. You're going to have to miss a song. Otherwise, no beer. Most people will uh, opt to miss a slow song. 
So as soon as they hear a slow one start, they'll go running. And that's when it kind of gets crowded. Yeah, but it, yeah, and in a place like the the art center, that the bathrooms are nowhere close to the seats. God, I have got to get back to the art center. Yeah, it's amazing. You're missing how, out, Jerry. I agree. Are there any good shows left this summer? Well, there are. Um, OAR, our friends, OAR. You Sounds know good. Mark okay. Robert. Yeah. they're playing on uh, August 14th. Okay, I just happen to know that off the top of my head. Um, then you got uh, Counting Crows. See, I would like to see that. Tell yeah. me, that's a weeknight. No, that's a Saturday night. Really? Yeah. When? Uh, I'll look at end up. of August. Counting as well. Crows. Counting that's a Crows good one. is a good one. Big country concert coming up. Uh, Not interested. Toby Keith. I say this does nothing for yeah, me. Yeah, that one would be a little rowdy. I don't. Now, why? I thought because, you told me yesterday the country concerts are kind of. But Toby Keith is a kick ass uh, country guy. Like, he likes to get rowdy with people. And, oh, really? Yeah, he's a rah rah America type of guy, but okay. in like a. I'll put a boot in your ass if you do this and that, you know, to the foreign countries and things. I like that. So, but I think that tends to get a a crowd of I'm going to have many, many beers before Toby Keith hits well, the stage. And yeah. And that'll be sold out. That'll, that'll be, be sold out. Yeah. country. Uh, New Jersey uh, PNC Art Center loves country shows. Well, that, but even if you put them packed. at the Meadowlands, they do well. Yeah, that's right? right. Yeah, country does well. Country music's fine. I don't have a problem with it. I don't know it. I don't love it. But I don't you know. No but I think you should it. look for OAR. And Counting Crows, those are weekend concerts. I have a buddy of mine that has been going to see Def Leppard at the Art Center. <laughs> I would go to that. I think since he's 12. I, know, I mean every year. Yeah. I mean, enough. I mean, how many times can you hear Pyromania? Right? Yeah, that's a good song, though. They Now, I, if I recall correctly, because I did look at that show, a lot of the uh, 1980s heavy metal shows, they they do well. I was, I was talking to a concert promoter. They do well on Sunday nights, so you'll see a lot of those shows where other concerts don't do well on Sunday I nights. Why that is. I don't know why that is, but I, well, I they mean, tend maybe, to put them on a Sunday night because it's an older crowd. Maybe I guess. And they don't mind getting up the next day, I or don't, they take weird. off from work and make a whole thing of it. I guess I, this is not a show I would go to. Yeah, I, I got to go to a good concert. It's been a long. The, the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert at Barclays Center was the last one I was at. That was when the Super Bowl was here. Yeah, and I haven't been to a concert since. I don't think well, we went anyway. to Howie Mandel. Well, that's a stand-up. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah. Right. Did he do the what? He did not. Did it's I ask you about this? About nine times oh, right, he I did. did. You know what was interesting about that show, too? Yeah. So they had, I always thought these things are really scripted, uh, stand-up routines. Right. And I think for the most part, they are. I mean, we've seen enough where a guy gets thrown off his game, and he's kind of like, where was I? So at this show, they had, uh, there were a couple of deaf people in the crowd. So they had the hand um, signers. The signers that were right under the stage. And when Howie Mandel noticed it, I mean, he literally would, he stopped mid story when he noticed what the signer gal was doing and what the signer guy was doing. And there's no way it was part of the routine, I don't think, anyway. And he would just kind of stop and go and have fun with them and say like horrendous words to see what the sign would be. And then he was doing the sign. I mean, out of nowhere, he would just kind of throw one of them out there. And he was wondering why the gal signer did um, uh, the vagina sign a little different than the guy guy, the guy <laughs> signer did. Do you remember what the vagina sign is? Exactly what you think it might be. A V? Yes, okay. essentially. Uh, the diamond, like basically. No, it was actually like this? the diamond. Yeah, it was pretty much that. So, <laughs> But my point is, I really thought it was scripted. And what happened in this concert, which I, I was amazed by, was he actually allowed a lot of audience participation. So it started where he's just like, I'm looking for a doctor in the audience. And it turned out, guy in the front row, okay, fine. He was not good, but they made it funny enough and it was okay. 
And as he's going through this routine, he'd be telling a story about his wife shopping in Beverly Hills, and some idiot behind us yells out, I've been to that store. And he'd be like, who asked you? Right. And then he would actually interact with them, and then he'd forget the story and move on to something else. And, and he didn't miss a beat. So he might be from the 80s or whatever, but he was really good, He was, and he was really funny, actually. And I did not know all the voices he did. He did, like, characters on Fraggle Rock that he was telling us. When you talk about where well, these guys make money. You think he's making money now. He he's still making money from that. Right. Yeah, yeah that's the way like, to do voiceover work. It was. And he didn't do the what, 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 or the chicken thing. Or no, the, the glove. Glove, whatever that the, was. The name. signing thing is interesting because I, I wondered, you know, is it the venue that hires the signing people and they're there for every show, or is it the artist? I don't know. Now, th- this came up just recently. So I went to see Train at the Arts Center. Okay. The band Train. Mm-hmm. And they had signers uh, off to the side. It was really cool to watch the lyrics and things being signed. Tim McGraw in the same venue did not have signers. So maybe... So it must be the artist that decides the artist. on the signers. Or I wonder if it's... So Howie Mandel might do that bit with the signers every show he goes. Yeah, I guess, but yeah, I guess so. Now, are you assuming there's there's deaf people in every audience, though? I I guess so. I guess it's a good assumption. Yes. The point I was actually trying to make when I got off track, so I had never seen this before. The guy who did the opening act, who was relatively funny, he was a little offensive to start, and it was an older crowd. I would say the crowd was anywhere from 20 to 90. But they were, believe it or not, there were a lot more people there younger than me than older than me. But, um... So he's in the middle of a routine, and he looks to the side, and he stops, and he's like, oh, like now? Oh, okay. All right, guys, uh, blah, 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 blah. Laugh. I got to go. <laughs> he got he's his, ready. Uh, he got it. <laughs> so, like, Howie Mandel came on. This thing, whole, the, the first guy comes on right at 9, which I was impressed. I'm like, oh, there's going to be three acts, and then he'll be on at 1030. Howie Mandel took the stage at, like, 917. Yeah, you know what? The, the it's, it's because it's a casino. Okay. So the casinos want you out gambling. and gambling, you, not so that you don't end the night and go, well, we'll just go to bed. Well, you, you know, know you're like, you get out, it's early, you go, it's early, we're here, we don't have a drive home. I can tell you now, I was not planning on going down and meeting you guys, because yeah. I figured it was going to be 11, 11.30. Look at our watch, it's 10.30. I'm yeah, like, all right, well, let's go see. What we, I actually went and gambled, actually. Do you remember the opening act, who he was? I don't. I never heard of him before, no. And he was okay. Yeah. He was nothing great. Sign language is one of the things I would like to know. Have you ever been at, like out in a bar when people were I signing? I have not. No, I've there, seen it at a restaurant, though. Yeah, there are certain bars that uh, more deaf people go to than others because there are a lot of people there signing. Sure, I could see that. Yeah, I would like to learn that. I have a, gr- a friend of mine that I went to high school with. She picked up on it her junior year of high school because a distant cousin of hers, baby born, born deaf. So she figured, you know what? Ah, she's 16, 17 years older than the baby, but it's in the family. I better learn it. By the end of her senior year, she could do it, I guess you would say, fluently. Yes. She was really good at it. And it was impressive because she was starting to teach some of, not me, but some of her friends in the class, too, some basics. And it is. It's amazing how people can communicate even if they can't speak. So right. Very impressive. So we end on a very nice note. A very positive note, Jerry. It's Normally called- all you do is talk about penis somehow. Someone brought that up on Twitter that you somehow mentioned, or that was me, somehow mentioned penis in every one of these episodes. Which is uh, not true. You do. I don't. Oh. I don't think. Well, I didn't. Sometimes your sex life comes up. This or one doesn't dating. count because I brought it up. No, you brought it up. I didn't. I oh. was just I was trying to end on Positive oh, Tuesday. Oh, I see. Yeah, Positive Tuesday. And then you decided to talk about penis. Right. That's it.
Wow. With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.